0: welcome to loyalty and blood a vampire academy podcast today we are talking about the first episode of the new vampire academy television show i'm caitlin and i am mandy now quick tell everybody what you thought of the
1: first episode ah what's happening <laughs> Just quick first impression. That's it. No, Just that's quick.
0: that's it. That's my oh, impression. Oh, that, that's it. Yeah. What's happening?
1: Okay. Okay. What about you? That's reasonable. Um, yes, I, I have several uh, notes in all caps, but I'm intrigued enough that I'm excited for episode two.
0: I will say, I liked it better the second time I watched it because I had adjusted well, expectations. Mm-hmm. Right. I was. I was no longer expecting the book. Great. I think that's actually a perfect segue into the big, I don't know,
1: is this a reveal? At least episode one is absolutely not the book at all. It's pre-book.
0: Yeah. And we don't know, like, this might be the whole season. Like, I get the feeling it's the whole season.
1: Yeah. But it's really weird, though, because, right, like, I know we talked about this a little bit um, in our last book episode but like they've also released casting for adrian who is a character in book two not book one so how is a season of a show that's supposed to be a prologue to a series how does it have a character cast that doesn't exist until book two
0: but also even like dimitri and christian are here so and they're not i know and the the ladies haven't run away yet so what's happening there and also me and sonia are Sisters and d- daughters of, of Victor. I'm, I wish we had not reread the book almost. I know, I know, I know. I would be so less picky about these things. Although, okay, no, I can take a step back and say the Sonia and Mia being Victor's daughters things and just like eliminating Natalie, that kind of makes sense.
1: It does. um When you're kind of trying to figure out how to do like a television production, right? Like you have to. Combine things and cut corners and all of that, but it's just it freaks me out because like Sonia Carp was a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> now she's a student and Victor's daughter.
0: And yeah, it's just Yeah. I have a I have a proposition for you. Okay. Generally when we do our podcast episodes, we try to keep the comparison to the books spoiler free type of thing. I think we throw mm-hmm. that out because <laughs> I can't. I don't know how we're going to talk about all this without being like, "Why we think they did these changes?"
1: Yeah, you know, I I think that's fair. I mean, I expect to eventually get to the point where we're just like, "They fucking threw out the book completely."
0: Yeah. Or <laughs> um, it's so I don't know. Yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, spoilers are fair game. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into this. We open with a like overvoiced over a voiceover i don't know why i said it anyways with a voiceover from rose and lissa that like introduces the world and i despise that um it's very much like hey we think our audience is dumb so we're just going to explain it all to you because well they did it so they don't have to explain it in the show no, because like they just dumped, the dumped next, us in the middle <laughs> literally the next scene explains it all just in a less we're explaining it way but in a more yeah. like we wrote a TV show, like it's just I hate it when TV shows do that. Well, but it. they don't. They don't use the the proper names in the next.
1: Um, like they don't use Maroy, Dampier, Strigoy. The and in fact, they, like I don't think we've even used the word Dampier in the first
0: episode. Did they? Besides the voiceover, I didn't make a note of it. But maybe, maybe not. I don't. Genuinely, I don't know. All I'm saying is audiences are not stupid. Yeah. I will say the the visuals that
1: went along with the unexpected voiceover were beautiful, but I really hope they don't do it to
0: every episode. Mm. Um, but then, like, directly after that, we have everybody preparing for a party and that scene I actually like as an opening scene and it does good world building. It does.
1: Um The first line of the entire show that's not the voiceover, Mm -hmm. like the actual in a scene is, I look like a fucking macaroon. So they're definitely trying to distance itself from like YA or primetime TV here. Like, this is not your mama's vampire academy.
0: This is a problem that I have with the show so far. Okay, first of all, a pedantic thing. They should have said macaron. That's what they mean. Macaroons are different things. I know, but everybody says macaroon whatever um she didn't look like coconut (laughs) it's true anyways but this is this is a problem i have like throughout this episode they have it's like they kept the high school drama but they put in sex and swearing so which i mean that's i don't care but who is their target audience with this show like i think this is going to be a problem
1: for them well, I mean, there are lots of 16 and 17-year-olds out there that are having sex and swearing, so no, I get I'm not that. sure that that's...
0: I guess. Uh, like, I get that, that it, it just doesn't fit with the sort of realm of television how we know it, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Which I, I guess is not necessarily a bad thing. I just, I worry that it's not going to find its audience, and then it's going to be canceled, and then we won't get mm. any more of it. I think that's
1: a fair assessment. I think, I think this episode does a lot of heavy lifting for like, the TV side, like the for the TV audience, mm-hmm. um, right? Because there's beautiful visuals we see, like action scenes and cool ass fights and drama and cat fighting, and like they're just they're trying to do a lot of things it's- in this first episode. And I think you're right; it's probably a little bit too much.
0: Yeah. I Can I say one
1: more thing about that first scene? 100%. I love Versa's combat boots under her dress.
0: This is, okay, so I wrote down a note about that, which is just wearing boots with a dress because she isn't like other girls. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's fine, I guess. It just, I guess I am a little bit, eh, it's, it's fine, whatever.
1: Are you just a little bit cynical and jaded when it comes to High school girls in fiction.
0: No, I don't think I am. I don't mean to be. It isn't that. It's more that I don't like one costume choice in order to show a personality. I think that that is overdone in television. Okay. And I think there's been other things recently where it's like the shoe thing. Like, it. I think it's just lazy writing.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. I liked it. But I'm also
1: lazy, so maybe (laughs) I'm the target audience caitlin
0: well i don't think we ever doubted that okay here's a question i have um victor drives up with his daughters sonia and mia victor is royal his daughters are not what no one of them is
1: one of them is the other one is not sonia is royal mia is not i thought
0: but okay well still how why i don't I
1: don't know. Like, OK, so this eye thing. Yes. Um, The visual is is cool, but I I don't understand how it works. Right. Like, how does your body know if you're royal or not? You can marry into royalty, right? You yes. can like be chosen to be royal. So
0: h- how does it work? I don't understand it. I'm going to have to assume that there's like a ritual. Mm. They seem okay. to be very about their rituals. Yes, as, as they like
1: to point out to us in the unexpected voiceover.
0: Yes. Uh, so I would just like a, I don't know, like a bloody baptism. Oh, okay.
1: So, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make sense. But there are other things that don't make sense leading up to this point. Um, question number one. Mm? Is this Star Trek? What the fuck is the Dominion? <laughs>
0: Yes. Where
1: Why are there photographers? Why where, are there photographers and reporters if this is a secret
0: society? Where is the? Did they kill all the human? They must not have killed. Have they enslaved the humans? What is this world? Right? I need I a mean, voiceover about that.
1: The queen's face is like on the screen. That's the size of the side of a building, and like this is a secret society,
0: and and completely like. Uh, contradictory to all that. Later on in the episode, Rose gets a phone call on a landline. Right? What is happening? I noted that landline too. Like And I, guess, I don't think I uh, saw a single cell phone. Oh, I don't think I did either. Like
1: wh- I mean, where there's tons of technology which I really enjoyed because yeah. it shows they are trying to bring this like up to date and very much modernize it. But mm-hmm. I, you're right. I don't think I saw cell
0: phones. But maybe, I mean, I don't know if like Mia had to have had one, right? I guess, you know, I wasn't looking for them until I got to the landline thing and was like, wait, mm. why doesn't Rose have a cell phone? Why is, some, how is she, she just arrived in this? I'm getting way ahead of ourselves, but like she just arrived in this dorm and somebody's calling her on a landline. Like that doesn't happen anymore. Right. Anyways, back to the party. Classism at work right away. I actually really, really like how they've set that up here. Um, even the first time I watched the episode when I hated everything, uh, I loved the ex- the extreme differences between the Guardians and the Moroi in general. And mm-hmm. how even the Queen, I think in her speech says, or no, no, no. One of the just random people talking about or gossiping about Rose and Lyssa says, a Guardian's mm-hmm. place is at the gates. Yep. Like, that's really good. Um, but more importantly... Right before that, when Rose is carrying the champagne, a guy bumps into Rose and knocks the champagne glass, and then she, like, catches it. But mm-hmm. the camera, like, follows this dude for a minute, and I'm just saying he has fluffy hair. He totally had floppy hair. So I think, I think it's Adrian. That's my guess.
1: Oh. And then we
0: cut to naked butts and secret sex. Um I mean before that we, we quickly get the Dragomir's being introduced to the queen which starts off this whole thing of Andre being in line to be king. And oh see I didn't even write that down in my notes. I was just like well, blah blah politics. I wa- I wrote it down because because why why is he in line to be king? Why does everybody think he is a vampire Jesus? What, like everybody's like Andre could have united us all. Why? How? Why? why? is What is special about him? We don't know. we we never told. Bothers me. Some of it can be inferred,
1: and some of it is just that the, the queen really loves the Dragomir family,
0: and he's the oldest. Sure, okay, so he's going to be king, but then everybody's like, he's going to be the best king. He's going to unite all of us. What, if everybody is so excited to be united, why do they need someone to unite them? That is a very valid point. Like, what the fuck? Vampire Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I called Lissa that, too, during the book, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I know. I guess I only have one metaphor in me. Um, But yes. Yeah. Uh, Andre having sex is where I wrote, in all caps, who is this show aimed at? So. Right? Yeah.
1: Um, It's like, they, I don't know. They don't know if they're trying to be, like, Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, like. Uh, they, they, yeah, they just... They don't know. Um, then, then we get... Uh, I, I, I oh. do want
0: to say, this lady that he's having sex with, her name is Tatiana. Yes, it is. Which, uh, that's actually one of my notes. I have
1: a section where I started making notes of changes, and then I just gave up. Okay. But one of them is that Tatiana is not the queen's name, but a newcomer's name. Mm-hmm. I
0: also just bring it up because we see her again. Not in this episode. Ah, okay. And then oh shit, it's a Strigoi attack. I love this bit. So good.
1: I do. It is good. Um, But it's, it's just to give us an action scene right up front and like in the open to let us know just how bad the Strigoi are and like to reset the counters and show like this is what Guardians do because the party is still happening yes. and nobody inside the party has any idea that that they've been attacked, which is That is awesome. what I
0: thought, yeah, was the most important part.
1: Um, I also liked the, um, in the cuts back and forth between the two scenes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the use of magic, like the very casual use of vampire yes, magic, yes, just to let us know that it's normal in the world, even though they kind of expositioned that in the unexpected voiceover at the beginning.
0: I definitely think the writers didn't want the exposition voiceover and that, like, network put it in because so much of what they say is very quickly covered in, like, the first five minutes of this episode. Yeah. I like
1: it, though, because the magic is important to this world, to Mm -hmm. the plot, and it's something that's not seen super often in the first book, like, so much to the point that in our episodes about the book... In, I think it was in episode two, we were like, we haven't even really talked about magic. Yes, that's true. But it's important. And so I'm glad
0: they're making it like front and center. I haven't really, we haven't seen Lissa talk about her magic though, right? No, not yet. Not in this first episode. Okay.
1: Um, but we just see that some people have fire, some people have other things. I only remember the fire one.
0: Well, the next episode is called like Earth fire it's the next episode is named the elements so I assume we're gonna get got it earth air water fire that's what I was trying to get at that's what it's called okay
1: so we're gonna focus on the elements nice presumably although you know we have no idea really what's gonna happen (laughs) in this season because it's not following the book
0: (laughs) at all yeah it's a weird thing where they like haven't gotten to book one yet but also I feel like there's gonna be things from books one two and three Right. You know, so it's like, what is happening? Yeah. No, 100%. Um, then we get the Jagamir family in the limo with Rose. And then Lissa has her, her toast to having everything I want. And I wrote down, wait, a it vessel, Lissa. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we have the crash,
1: um, which was actually visually was really, really well done. I have to say, mm. this show is beautiful.
0: They do have a good DP, I will say. yes, uh, a director of photography. So it is well done. Yes.
1: And then apparently all of that was a cold open because we cut to a title screen of Vampire Academy. I like the with a logo. different logo. say that again? I like it. I like it, but it's a different logo than they used in the voiceover sections at the beginning. And that drives me nuts. I have no memory of that. Okay. So
0: it didn't bother me, apparently. I notice weird things. Well, we've all got our stuff. And then we jump
1: three months into the future.
0: And Lissa's at the weirdest placed graveyard of all time. It's literally on a cliff. What is happening? It is on a cliff.
1: And Lissa is... It's daylight. She is outside with a black umbrella... Because I have, she's in mourning, of course.
0: I have problems with this, but I'm going to talk about it later. Okay, okay.
1: The first thing I noticed here is the weird language on the tombstones. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there's English, but there's also this other weird language. And I think I texted you the first time I watched it. Did they, like, make up their own language for this? And apparently they did. It is, in fact, called Old Moroy.
0: We also have, like, translations of it in our press notes. We do? We do, yeah. Apparently, I didn't scroll that far in the notes. No, they're at like the very bottom of the long document they sent us. It's interesting. Because
1: they sure don't give us subtitles,
0: at least in our screeners. (laughs) No, we we could absolutely uh, try our hand at speaking. Let's not do that. It'll be bad. No. No. But it is there for us anytime we want
1: it. I'm going to have to go back and take a look at that. Um, I think I stopped when I got to the casting information about Adrian, and I sent that to you, and then yeah. I never went back to the packet.
0: Yes, because first I didn't scroll down enough to see Adrian, and then, yeah. Uh. <sighs> oh, goodness. All right. Um,
1: Lisa, will you see Lissa saying goodbye to her family because it turns out her parents and her brother died in that car crash? Shocking. Um, I wasn't expecting I we that had no at all. idea that was going to happen. <laughs> And then um, she says she's ready to go back. Apparently, she's been in mourning and away from school for three months. Yeah. Like, I get three days off of work for like funerals and things. But if she you had three months, do you
0: think you might get a little bit more if you had lost your entire family? Well, I mean, yeah, I would be allowed
1: to take it, but it wouldn't be like paid time off or anything. Like, there's a set time. Like, we get three days and they just. Oh yeah, no, three months. I get like three two months. or something stupid also. I guess I can see a few weeks, but 3 months just seems excessive.
0: It maybe she was injured. But then like Rose is back at school training and stuff. Like it seems weird that three people would die and the other two would be fine. Like I know we know what actually happened with Rose. But it still just seems weird. Yeah. It does seem weird. You're dead or you're 100% okay. That's just not how car crashes work.
1: Well, we know why Rose would be 100% okay. So maybe
0: Lissa was injured and she had to recover. Maybe. Maybe that's why we don't get to three months. Or maybe it was just that they wanted to go forward enough time that Lissa wouldn't be crying every scene. Only half.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay, Lissa goes back to school and Rose jumps off a building and that's Freaking amazing. That's
0: fun. Yes. I liked Rose's little montage here.
1: And then all of my next notes are all in caps. Mine are too, but mine just say hot boy. Hot boy. Hot <laughs> boy. Mine say Dimitri is here. What the hell? This is not when Rose is
0: supposed to meet Dimitri. Um, after I said hot boy, I also wrote down. I just don't see that Dimitri wouldn't have been briefed on who Rose was. Because right. he like tries to stop her and then literally takes her down. <sighs> like he probably knew exactly who she was, honestly, and was just being a jerk. I
1: mean, based on everything else we see about him in this episode, I'd go with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I did write down yes, Lisa. He is definitely good looking. I hated that line. It was so stupid and out of nowhere. Like oh, I didn't think it was out of nowhere. It made
1: perfect sense to me in that context. Because Rose is complaining about him and Lissa's
0: like, he's going to be around for a while, but he's I pretty guess. to look at. But she didn't say it that way. Like if she'd said it, I don't know. It just felt like the TV's signaling, the TV show signaling us. <laughs> like, yes, we get it. Dimitri's important. They didn't have to signal us. They, they put a
1: shirtless Dimitri in that
0: opening montage with the voiceover. Oh. That's that's all I needed. He's also shirtless for, like, a good minute later on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the shirtless Tai Chi?
0: Yeah. Now that's a trope. I feel like he is... They are making him even more like Angel than he was previously. Like, in the books, when I say previously. Mm. And they already had similar storylines. So it just seems odd to put in scenes that literally call back to scenes in Buffy. <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna complain about that. No, so. no, I'm not gonna complain either. It just seems a choice. Um anyways, Dimitri's here. Yay. I have a question for you. Ask me a question. And you you
1: may not even know the answer because I don't and I probably could have looked this up um, if I had looked up more about the casting, but who is this woman with Dimitri and Victor, the woman who is in charge of the Guardian training? Oh, I assume that was... Like,
0: oh, no. That's
1: not Alberta. Right. And so is this, like, a version of Kurova? Like, for a minute, I almost thought that was going to be Rosa's mom. There's a, Yeah, there's a minute in the show where she does kind of give that impression. Um, um, but then we see the email and and we get that whole scene, so we know it's not. But I don't I don't know who this woman is, and she's clearly like in charge of the training. So, yeah,
0: uh, possibly this is Sasha Tanner, a stubborn and prickly, but still one of the best Dampier Guardians in the Dominion. However, embittered by the death of a loved one, Sasha's anger and grief take a revolutionary turn. Hmm. Or. Uh, Oh my god. Sorry, I just scrolled down. Rosa's mother has been cast. Or no. <laughs> it, yeah. Shit. What the fuck is going on in this book? Uh, TV show. But yes, Janine Hathaway has been cast. So yes, I'm pretty sure this must be Sasha Tanner. But yeah, played by Jazzy DeLisser. So perhaps, uh, Takes a revolutionary turn. Oh, that reminds me. I forgot to mention. Uh, back at the party, we do have a brief moment where we see Guardian Mikhail make eyes at Sonia. Mm-hmm. And then Alberta kind of says, don't do that. Which is interesting because we literally mm-hmm. just read the chapters about him and and Sonia. So I like that they're bringing that oh, into that's it.
1: right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Speaking of which... Mikhail's last name is Tanner. Why have they made everyone family?
0: I don't know. I am. I'm blown away that we missed that Janine Hathaway has been cast. We are non-smart.
1: <laughs> I mean, we have been focusing on the book recently. That's true. That's true. Okay. So getting back to where we are, um, we get a quick moment of learning that Rose and Lissa are actually roommates at the beginning of the story.
0: Mm mm-hmm.
1: um, And it's, really like swanky digs um and then i have another all caps note actually yelling at dimitri oh because he says with all due respect i'm not a nanny and i'm just like you're making me not like you mr dimitri
0: i mean they can't make us like him right away we have to go somewhere have to have somewhere to go i suppose
1: i can honestly tell you that the only thing i like about Dmitri in this episode
0: is the way that he looks <laughs> oh okay so just a, another quick aside here i suppose about Dmitri. they have given him some sort of an accent i wouldn't call it russian i, I mean i wouldn't call it anything in particular but he does have a quality yeah, I'm American, so it just sounds
1: vaguely British. But oh, all accents that aren't American sound vaguely British to me. I legitimately can't tell the difference between Australian and British sometimes. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, it's not okay, but that's that's just what it is. My ears don't hear it. Interesting,
0: but like when he talks to Lis to Lisa, to Bros, they sound completely different. Oh, they do, absolutely.
1: Um, and Rose also had a comment about how Lissa's father would make fun of her accent. So I actually couldn't quite place what her accent was either. It's vaguely
0: British. Vaguely, I mean, British. it is yeah, is. They're all vaguely British. <laughs> I mean, it is. I just can't pinpoint it to an area personally. Anyways, then we see Lissa getting some blood. Right. And I enjoy that they have given the feeders like a personality. Like they're not just like they exist. You know, like literally in the books, they were nothing. They're never treated like people. Well, but were they treated like people here? We had one feeder who had lines. That's better than the book where they're not. You don't ever even see them, I don't think. That's fair. Um, I was surprised that
1: this is just an open room where everybody's sitting around feeding like I expected there to be some sort of privacy. I,
0: I, the feeding room looked pretty much how I pictured it in the book. Okay. I don't know. Just a bunch of people lying there and a bunch of Maroi feeding. Although, correct me if I'm wrong, but before Alyssa goes in, there was a sign that said, like, royals over here and non-royals over here. Yes, because she had to flash her eyes to get yeah. in. So yep. they're really driving home the whole, this society is
1: fucked up. I'm going to say that because they gave a feeder line, the things that she says are probably important for things that are to come. Um, and she's specifically talking about how the politics in this place have gotten really ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and this comes right after Jesse Zeklos, our favorite fuckboy from the book, um, wants Lisa to cast her vote for his family to succeed the
0: crown. This is where I have, in all caps, written down, why could Andre unite them? What was special about this one (laughs) rando dude? I don't know. But yes, it does seem like all the plans that society had when Andre was going to become king have flown out the window, and now everybody wants to be king. But when Andre was alive, they didn't want to be king.
1: Well, I wonder, though, if it's really because the queen had already, so basically what they've put forth in Mm -hmm. this society. And I cannot remember if this was true in the book or not, but yes, they do technically vote on the next monarch, but the queen picks who she wants to be her heir. And they always vote with what the queen has said. Right. Right. And so she has very clearly, for some time, like Andre has been the chosen the chosen one. The one the Queen chose. Vampire Jesus. For years, right? And so, like, it was just expected. And so there wasn't a scramble for power because there was no reason for it because we had Andre. And now that the queen's choice is out of the picture, everybody's scrambling to try and get the queen's favor and get, like, the backing of the families, hoping the queen would notice. Like, that's kind of my interpretation of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm being too generous, but that's
0: that's how I saw it. I guess we'll probably get more of this as the season goes on. Oh, I'm sure. Um, My next line doesn't make sense to me. My next note. So I don't know. Was Victor talking to the Queen about Rose and Lyssa? Yes. Okay, great. (laughs) I didn't write down any of that. I just wrote down plans to separate Rose and Lyssa. Oh, yeah. No context about what the scene was, though. Oh, my God. Victor and the Queen are talking about...
1: The queen's plans for the Dragomir family, because apparently now Lyssa is the head of the family um, and Victor is the only adult left in her life. So, of course, Victor and the queen are deciding what Rose and Lyssa are going to do behind their backs and not have a conversation with the people in question.
0: But why?
1: Why what? Why
0: is Victor have anything to do with Lyssa? They have not
1: explained that connection in the show.
0: Why? Or if
1: they did, it was a throwaway.
0: And even if, even if like, he did seem to be a friend of their family at the beginning. So even if he did take it upon himself, whether through altruistic, oh, Jesus, whether by or for altruistic. Wow. Maybe I've never said this word out loud before. Um, (laughs) Purposes. I'm just going with that. Purposes. Um. Or for selfish ones, we don't know yet. Well, we can assume. Like we can infer that, sure, but why does the queen think he's in charge of Listen now? What is they, I just have many questions. It just is. It just is. I don't like that answer.
1: It it was easy for me to accept because of the relationship they had in the book, right? I mean she calls him Uncle Uncle Victor in the book.
0: Yes. But things
1: are so different here. Right. And they didn't explain that at all in the show. So yeah. I get the questions. Um, this scene just made me mad because they're literally talking about sending Rose to a different region. Mm-hmm. Like away from Lyssa, like splitting them up. And my note is this is bullshit. Adults making the decisions behind their backs. Yep.
0: Pissed me off. Shows always make me hate adults. Which sucks, because I kind of am one. Right? Kind of.
1: Yeah, in my heart, I will always be Rose Hathaway's age.
0: I mean, (laughs) I don't know, actually. I hated being young, but I hate being an adult. I hate being an adult because it hurts. I got old people bones now, man. Oh, you mean physically? I was like, sure, maybe physically, but emotionally being a teenager Oh Yeah, Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about physically
1: being an adult hurts. (laughs) but emotionally being a teenager hurts so i think i would choose yeah.
0: the physical pain <laughs> then we've got lisa preparing for a ceremony all that blah 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 not important um asanya compliments the yellow that she's wearing she is not wearing any yellow correct not that i could see i thought i could see either okay great i couldn't tell if they were like Wanting to showcase that Sonia is not completely there or if they were wanting to showcase that me, Caitlin, is not completely there, you know? I was assuming maybe I had the color off on my monitor. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. We even know what Sonia's deal is and we're still like, wait, are we crazy or is she crazy? Yeah, but I mean, Lissa says, thanks, I really like it, too. Although maybe Lissa sees the yellow, too. Probably not. Probably not. That's a whole yeah you thing. I'm
1: totally totally gonna watch this on peacock so I can see like the final final version
0: oh no and um, see if they change it so funnily enough I was when I was looking at the sort of menu of the screeners today I was <laughs> this is so stupid this be admitting to being an idiot so one of the episodes episode six is called well, well I can't even say the word millennia but in the list here it says millennia final and I was like final interesting and then i was like oh but this one's called pilot final why and then i was like oh because they're the final versions you idiot they're not called that anyways so this is final okay there's no got it there's no special effects to be added in i see i see so it's really not yellow okay it's really not yellow Hmm. anyways and then we meet christian christian to the rescue uh well i mean they meet they barely speak and then they flirt because apparently they are Romeo and Juliet, and that's how long it takes. One day. <laughs> One meeting, even. Oh, my God. That is exactly. So my
1: husband watched this with me the second time I watched it. Mm-hmm. And um, he that's what he said. So this is just Romeo and Juliet with vampires. Yep. <laughs> I do appreciate, though, that Christian was surprisingly vulnerable here. In their very first meeting. Yes.
0: Totally believable. Yep. Yep okay oh, yeah I, d- I right. do not like what they have done with Christian in this first episode they're just like with Rose and Dimitri we're gonna take it as slow as possible because actually we're gonna hate Dimitri for a while but Christian and Lisa they they just decide we don't care about personal boundaries we're already in love what <laughs> <laughs> sorry I think they've gone too far in both directions for both of the boys who I I've na- I've dubbed. Uh, Christian sad boy. So we've got hot boy and sad boy. Hot boy and sad boy.
1: Okay. I have to say I have a lot of like awws in my notes, but they're all
0: around Christian and Lisa. I look, the actors do a good job with what they're given here. I just don't like what they're given. I also think that the
1: actors have chemistry on screen, even though they don't have the greatest writing. Yeah. Say. Like, I do feel the chemistry that they
0: have, so that's cool. I look forward to seeing what they do with it. I do also. Yes, I do think that this first episode is definitely not going to be the best episode. No. So I, too, am interested to see where all of this goes.
1: Then we cut to the super cool Guardian training facility,
0: which is just a concrete stage with lights around it it's so weird and they're outside okay but serious side of note rose does call dimitri a guardian nerd and i love it
1: she does i have a note about that it's great because we cut to the training facility and then we cut away to dimitri and rose oh yes okay um i actually do like the scene with dimitri um because he he gives her a lesson in guardian yes. training immediately right Mm -hmm. You know, because she's teasing him about staring at the building or staring at the street or whatever. And, you know, he he reminds her, well, of course, you you know what the perimeter looks like without having to look because you've been here for years and years and years. And I just got here. So I have to have a staring contest with the streets and the gates and, you know, the turrets and all of this stuff. And I I actually really liked that scene between them.
0: I liked it because he wasn't being antagonistic. And in fact, at the end, when he kind of mentions that her standing has dropped to five, he's almost teasing her. Yeah. But Rosa's not here for that. She shouts
1: fuck and runs off to get her ranking back.
0: Yep. Look, I'm here for it, but they do say fuck a lot in this episode. Almost they do. To like, at one point, I was like, does nobody just say shit? Like, shit is my favorite swear word. They could say shit. Mm, they could. I say fuck all the time. I mean, so do more I. More than yeah. anything else, so. I just like. I don't know. Hey, everybody's got their favorite. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyways, it also seems strange to me that they train outside, with like everyone watching. Yeah. Yeah. It it does make for good shots. Like it it's interesting looking for a TV show. But it's not practical at all. It's weird. Speaking of weird and not yep. practical. Yep. Absolutely. My next note is literally Lissa's weird ceremony. Right?
1: Um, and she's wearing this like really kind of awesome blood red cape, but so is everybody else. Mm-hmm. But she's wearing this like really drab white outfit underneath it. It's weird. It's weird. But the queen, man, like she
0: is. Uh, my note is the ceremony is very ostentatious. It was. I have this note later, but it's also comes up here of like, what, what is the geography here? Where, where is everybody living? How are they all so where I need an explanation.
1: They definitely have not told us in the show. I feel like in one of the interviews that, that Julie Bank gave, she said that this was in Britain, but I'm not actually positive about that. Okay. I don't, I don't care about the country. Sorry.
0: I care about where where does the queen live versus where's this training versus oh, where are the dorms it. versus all these other royals that are there all the time. Where do they live? Why are they always here at what is presumably a school? Are they even at the school? Did did they take Rose out? But oh, not Rose, Lissa. Oh my god, I did it again. Um, <laughs> but so. This is most egregious later on when Rose gets that phone call from the queen and then suddenly she's just with the queen. Did you leave the wards? Are you still in the wards? Does the queen live in the wards? No, I think that we're always in this. I think we're always in the school.
1: The queen lives Um, in a school? I don't think the queen lives in the school. I think the queen is here. Actually, that doesn't make sense because there was a three month break. I was going to say she came for her birthday celebration, but this is three months later.
0: And also, I don't think that celebration was at the school, was it?
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure it was.
0: Well, that seems fucking weird, too.
1: Because it was the school's guardians who were responsible for the...
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. But why would she have her celebration at the school, other than, like, she knew the TV show was called Vampire Academy? <laughs> I don't know. It's a plot device. They need the setting
1: to be the school, so everything happens at the school.
0: I have questions.
1: We may get answers later. Who knows?
0: All right, challenge day. The the, the Mason and bros are fighting. first...
1: Oh, yes. Before Challenge Day, um, we're still at the very crazy, crazy ceremony, but everybody noticed that Lissa and Christian are giving eyes to each other.
0: Yes, very Romeo and Juliet. Very, but like the queen
1: noticed and like the rando people noticed, like the woman who was talking to the queen and trying to be like, really, you need to put your vote behind blah, 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 before Victor came in and like basically the queen kicked her out. Right, yep. Like, they made a point of showing her noticing. So, I'm just saying, these are things that are going to come up in another episode. Like, I'm certain of it.
0: You heard it here, everyone. Mandy is certain Certain. Sorry. Okay. Rose challenges Mason. And it turns out poorly because uh, the bond happens. Um... Yes, but lots of things happened before that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Alyssa goes to like some after party from the ceremony and then Christian shows up and they're chatting because they're already in love, Um, Mm -hmm. even though they met today. This is their second time speaking. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyways, and then what's his face? Victor. I I do not know why I can't remember his name. Um, You know, pulls Alyssa inside and is like, you can't be fooling around with. Christian, he's like, he makes a point of saying it's like against their religion. The he says it's thing. a mortal sin. A mortal sin, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's just a weird way to put that, I feel. Um, that his parents became Strigoi mm-hmm. by choice. Which we didn't really talk about because we've talked about it because we just did the book. But his parents became Strigoi by choice. I mean, it was a throwaway
1: line, really, yeah. in in the scene where he meets Lyssa. Yeah. I expect we'll learn more about Christian's backstory later. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, no, Victor, super anti-Christian. Um, and in trying to teach Lissa how to be a grown-up, he inadvertently, or maybe purposely, I don't know, my note says inadvertently, mm-hmm. quotes Andre, which triggers a panic attack in Lyssa.
0: Yes, and that's when Rose is also fighting Mason, and she loses because her mind gets dragged into Lissa's mind.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, can we talk about this Sasha Tanner person for a second? Yes. I know that sounds like a really random thing, but we're talking about the challenge. We're talking about the challenge.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
1: um, Between Mesa and and Rose. And so Sasha and Dimitri and whatever other, uh, probably Mikhail, I don't know, whatever other adult guardians are up there Mm -hmm. are watching. And Dimitri actually compliments Rose and how well she's holding her own, given that Mason is bigger and stronger and all of that. And Sasha's like, just give her a minute. She'll fuck it up like she always does. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, you can't talk about Rose Hathaway that way.
0: It is shitty. And I definitely, like, I think possibly because of the way love interests work out, they are very much downplaying the teacher student relationships that these people have, which is hilarious. But it, it, so she doesn't seem like a very good teacher. No,
1: she just likes to stand around and watch, apparently.
0: Yeah, I will say from the cast thing that I looked up, it does describe her as being embittered by the death of a loved one. So possibly she's just in a bad place. But again, she shouldn't be taking that out on students. Right. Especially
1: where is Hathaway.
0: Right, because
1: Mandy will come for you. <laughs> and then we cut to daytime. Mm-hmm. Sonia's feeding the birds. Do we think these are her zombies?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> no, people would. Well, no. Oh, shit. Maybe. Because, like, they're not really zombies. They look. I know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, these are Chekhov's birds. Right. Because Mia even we even end this this scene with Mia and Victor with Mia shouting, what is up with Sonia and those fucking birds? Like they wanted to make sure that we noticed the birds and
0: noticed that this is weird. They're zombie birds. Zombie birds. Got it. Mia's a piece of work. So the thing about this scene is that if Mia had emotions about Andre, I would absolutely be on her side here about the necklace. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She just wants it because it makes her feel royal and special. Like, it, mm-hmm. there's nothing about, like, if she had actually been in love with Andre and he'd given her given her this artifact, I'd be like, yeah, you get to keep that. But no, she's just being a bitch. So no, I'm sorry. You don't get to keep that, you bitch. <laughs> Which
1: is awesome because when we do see Lissa later, at mm-hmm. this, um, she's wearing it.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice. I'm pretty sure, like that. I made
1: that note the first time I watched it. I didn't note it the second time, but I'm pretty sure she
0: was wearing it at the end of the episode. I just assumed we would see them and have a give it back, give it have a, have a moment between them because it seems like they're setting up Mia. To be, try to get onto Lissa's good side. Mm-hmm. And to, like, manipulate her maybe, or, or I don't know. Although Mia, I mean, Lissa already knows Mia, knows what she's like from before. They're not strangers.
1: Right. They're not strangers. There's n- no strangers here, except for Christian. And Dimitri, because he's new. Right. And then Lissa either wakes up or was never actually sleeping. It was hard to tell. Mm-hmm. In her very nice dorm room. Mm hmm. Goes outside and
0: sticks her hand in direct sunlight. So I don't like this bit. Like, I get what they're trying to do here, but it's just a very watered down, almost pretty, prettied up for TV of Lissa cutting herself in the book. Cause they don't, they dehumanized have to sh- it. Yeah. Yeah. And I Com- think that's kind of shitty. Yeah. And
1: the way Rose handled it too was. Basically, didn't even notice or say anything about her self-harming. It's just, yeah, you're okay. You're okay. Let me go make you feel better, right? They they just act like it didn't happen. Yeah, maybe it'll come back up later. I mean, I kind of hope it does, since yeah. it does have such a big thing to do with the books.
0: Mm-hmm. But, but they
1: it, may maybe they are gonna downplay it and and have something else
0: be what's driving Lissa. I don't know. It just felt very. I don't know, it it felt like they took all the seriousness out of it. And also, because they immediately go on this bike ride, but if direct sunlight hurts her, how do they manage this bike ride? You can't tell me no sun ever touched her. Like, I get that they brought a flimsy little white umbrella, but no, I'm sorry. The sun got her a couple times on that ride, 100%. I mean, you have watched Buffy before, right? (laughs) (laughs) I have, yes,
1: it is (laughs) wishy-washy. it's just this overarching, as long as it's not direct sunlight.
0: (laughs) No, but even that, like there's one scene where like, where the camera's up in the air and they're um, sort of riding around a bend and their shadow is such Mm -hmm. that the sun is directly beating down on them. And sure. They've got the umbrella, the white lacy umbrella sort of Mm -hmm. pointed towards it. But what the fuck? I mean, she's also wearing long sleeves and pants. Yeah, but she's got a face. She's got a neck. <laughs> she's got hands. She's got long hair. Anyways, I do like this scene because it gives Rose a chance to grieve, which as, yeah. she, as we saw how close she was with Liz's family, it's nice that they mm-hmm. did that. I do want to go back for one second um,
1: yep. to um, you. You said that because they changed it from her cutting self-harm to the sunlight harm that it loses some of its seriousness. And I think they gained some of that seriousness back in that scene where Rose finds her and Lyssa kind of finally loses it, like, emotionally. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's the first time we see Lyssa cry. hmm And so, like, we do, at least in that moment, get to see how overwhelmed she is. That's, that's fair. All. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. But, yes, I do love that Lissa. Does ask Rose if she's okay Yeah. losing her family. Yeah. Um, so they release lanterns to say goodbye.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Fun fact, the first time I ever saw lanterns like this was in the movie Tangled. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know that they were real. Oh. I thought, <laughs> I thought they were made up for a Pixar movie.
0: No, no, people actually do that. Yep. Dimitri
1: is, of course, doing his shirtless Tai Chi on the roof. My note is hot boy training moments. Mine says, shirtless on the roof, because of course he is. <laughs> because of course he is. Because of course he is. Um, he sees the lanterns, and somehow, because there's two of them, just is like, oh, I better go check on Lissa. I mean. Because nobody else in this whole school would be out there releasing lanterns.
0: Maybe. No, you're right. It's, it's weird.
1: So... We do cut back to Rose and Lyssa, and I appreciate here, like, they're not doing a great job of showing kind of what's happening
0: mm-hmm. and
1: showing how confused Rose is feeling like being in Lyssa's head.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And so I do appreciate the scene because Rose does try to talk to Lyssa about how she's feeling her emotions. Mm-hmm. but She doesn't have the right words for it. And so Lyssa's like, well, yeah, you've just always been really in tune to me. So clearly... Like Rose doesn't understand it, but there—if we didn't know what was happening because of the books—I don't know that we would really understand how weird this is.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, we did. Rose did see things from her perspective, but she also saw Lisa's face. Oh, did she? Oh, you're she right. She did. She did. Yeah, that is weird. That's a choice.
1: Yeah. So uh, my husband was watching with me, and when he saw the the panic attack. And was confused about why Rose was the only one who saw it because mm-hmm. I think he just assumed, well, this should be something they can all do.
0: Ah, yes, gotcha. right, because the show doesn't doesn't explain, explain it the magic very well. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, well, that'll be fun to see how they deal with that. And then they've stayed out too late. Yes, and they have to get unless I can't ride a bicycle. Apparently, why would she say that she's gonna drive, and why would Rose let her Rose, who has like stamina and stuff, and Whatever. Yeah. There was an interesting moment
1: that I don't recall seeing this in the book. So this may be just like a TV exclusive thing or I've just forgotten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But right before they get to the gates, Rose is stricken by this sudden feeling of sickness, nausea. Feels like a,
0: another Buffy callback, but to the movie. Right? Um, and suddenly we have Strigoi. Yeah. Uh, then Rose tells Lisa to run and Lissa does get behind the boards eventually. And then Rose is very much losing the fight. And then... Okay, what mm-hmm. is that jaw thing? Jaw thing? That the strigoy did.
1: There was a jaw thing? Yeah. Like, he's trying to bite her so much that, like, his jaw starts dislocating and getting really, really big. Oh, gross. Like, why did they feel the need to do that when they've already like, given them these gross red eyes and, like, drippy fangs? Why, Why did they need to do that? Because they need to be unsettling.
0: They need to be. Well, it worked. What, what did uh, a sin? What, what what did Victor call A mortal them? sin. Um, They need to be a mortal sin.
1: I don't think he meant that Trigoy's are mortal sin. I think he meant that choosing to become a Trigoy is a mortal yeah, sin.
0: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, And then I wrote Hot Boy is pissed. Oh, my God. He's so pissed. But, like, so is everyone. Yeah.
1: Um. Uh, My next kind of no. I mean, I've got Roses and Deep Shit. And then we've got Victor and Lissa and my note is Lyssa really doesn't understand the politics of this world. And I'm like, how can she be
0: But like she doesn't want to. She has no interest. I my note here is I hate how suddenly the entire fucking world is all Lissa's fault or on Lissa's shoulders or like yeah. why? Why does every <laughs> why can't she just but, go off like, and do I what she wants? No, no, no. I I get that,
1: too. Like, I I feel you on that. And I think she should be able to. Like, I hate that they're trying to make decisions about her life without her and all of that. But her family is the queen's favorite family. And her brother was going to be the king. She should know things. She should understand things. And for her to not just others me.
0: They haven't really given us in the show anyways what their ages are. But like if she was still a teenager and she was just like a spoiled little princess who didn't really understand how involved her family was like on mm-hmm. a deep level, you know what I mean? On like a oh, I should know mm-hmm. things level. I can understand it. And like like I'm not saying it's right, but I can understand how it happened. Okay. Anyways, everyone's in trouble. They don't get to be roommates anymore. Uh so now Rose is sleeping in the really crappy uh guardian or novice storms where there is zero privacy i would rather be dead i called them dompere barracks yeah so uh
1: before we see the barracks there is a quick scene with rose and dimitri and this is where dimitri is oh yeah he's real bad he says to her, i mean he says a lot of things to her mm-hmm. um, but like she literally like she comes out and she immediately goes up to him and like Outlines all of the things that she knows she should have done differently. And she's like, I know I messed up. And here's what I should have done. And this, and he doesn't give her credit for any of it. He just tells her, you claim to love her more than anything else in this world. And you almost got her killed. There isn't a rank low enough on that board for you right now.
0: Yeah, that was tough.
1: Like, they're working really, I mean, they're working really hard to make me hate him. Like, I, I am not on Team Dimitri right now. oof That's a lot coming from you. I know. I'm just gonna say this is not death coming in a cowboy duster.
0: I mean, well, no, it's not. But he, (laughs) I'm, I'm just saying that he seems to be coming for Rose at the moment. Death, not (sighs) to help her. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: So, um, Lissa and Mia are roommates now because apparently Lissa can't keep her broom. Like they made Rose move out. Why did she have to move?
0: I don't know. I guess she has to have a roommate. Oh, it also seems odd that, well, like more to my point, I suppose, of her being like a spoiled little princess. She got her own special room. But now that now she doesn't get a special room. Okay, that 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 is absolutely a fair point, too. Yeah. Anyways, then we have this weird thing where (sighs) with Christian. I think it's so cute. It's cute. Sure. But like, does does Lissa give him the unicorn that Rose gave her? Because that seems weird. Well, I mean, I kind of thought the unicorn was weird anyway. Okay, that's fair. But if you had a crush on a dude and your friend had given you a gift, would you give that gift to the dude? Absolutely not. Like, that's weird. But it did set
1: up the really adorable line, I think unicorn in Maroi is Lissa.
0: Yeah, that's a little too cute for me. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's so cute. Okay.
1: And And Lissa's sparkly dress is stunning.
0: It is stunning, but you know what's angry? I'm so pissed. Rose kisses Mason. Rose would never. Every other change in this episode, I can adjust. I can't adjust it. This is incorrect. I mean, Rose and Mason have clearly been boning for a while. (laughs) I am against. It is incorrect. And then, like, I have that in all caps, and then I have a landline phone. (laughs) Right. Also, Rose got an upset email from her mom. It has and that really, like, tragic line of, like, they abandon us at the academy as infants and they can still tell us what to do. Right. Um, Mason clearly wants more than just the boning
1: and literally says to her, just pretend I'm Lissa, OK? <laughs> it's so sad. But you know what? She does. And he's trying. He really wants to be there for her. Um, but that's when we get the call on the landline, which distracted us both from everything. Yeah. The queen wants to talk to Rose.
0: And this is where I have my note of what is the geography of this place? The queen is just there. Rose can just see her. What? And then after that conversation where the where the queen asks about Rose and why, uh, asks about Lissa and why Rose likes her so much. And then she just names Lissa the next queen. Why? What's going on? Why? Anyways, that's the end of the episode. Not
1: for me, it's not. You just, like, skipped so many things. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I need
1: answers. I mean. What were your okay. things? So, um, I love Rose's answer when the Queen asks Rose about Lisa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Rose says, Lyssa keeps my heart in the right place. She always has a kind word or compassionate ear for those who need it. She's everything good and everything right. And she's my family. Yes. And I love it. Anybody who has ever ever been listening to me podcast since 2017 the thing that will always get me is found family
0: it's the best of the tropes yep 100%. it is it's my
1: favorite and that is what this is
0: it's my favorite so, too
1: um they do finally shout out to saint vladimir's oh yeah, um the yeah. party is for saint vladimir's feast today
0: they seem to party a lot these royals
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: I could not live. What else are they going to do? I couldn't survive.
1: I mean, they're not immortal. That is true. I mean, we saw three of them die already. So yeah. in a car crash. So they're actually kind of fragile.
0: Just like us. Just like us.
1: Um, and then, of course, my note is the queen decides to announce the next heir. It's Lyssa, all caps, what the what. Like, the queen really has a thing for the Dragomir family. And why? Like, we don't know why. Mm-hmm. Is she just trying to, part of me thinks she's just trying to cause controversy because she even says, like, I can't even remember how she says it, but she shocks everybody with her language about how she's doing things her own way here.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to be announced formally
1: mm-hmm. or something.
0: And he, sh- she says something about, I I want to say it was her butt, but I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was something about her butt,
1: but I don't yeah. remember exactly what because I was too busy going, what the what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, and of course, we end with Rose laying in her barracks, her cot in her barracks, feeling oh, Lissa's right. panic. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and that's the that. end of the episode. I did forget um, about Rose there. Yeah, and again, she sees Lissa's face before she sees everybody else, and so they're definitely making it not inside her head.
0: Well, that might just be for the audience, so that they know that it's Lissa's point of view. Like, that just might be a TV-ism, because in a book you can say, I was in Lissa's head again. But Mm -hmm. in a TV show, you have to, like, set up that you're in Lissa's head again.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And that is the end of episode one. It
0: is. Very shockingly different. I'm honest, I, you know, having recently, again, from this whole press release thing, and actually looking into who all the -the behind-the-screen people are, Knowing that it's the same executive producers as the people from the movie, I'm not shocked that they wanted to do something completely different considering Mm -hmm. how the movie flopped. Right. And it
1: it feels like they're wanting to expand the world. Yes. And I support that because I do love this world. But there are are a lot of changes that feel somewhat unnecessary unless they get explained later. Like this whole Dominion, like why is it called the Dominion?
0: Yeah, I I do feel... Like, okay, if you had to take a guess, where do you think the end of this season is going? Like, do we think Rose and Lisa are going to run away at the end of the season? Do we think that's not going to happen?
1: That's been my assumption, but I haven't actually sat down to think through where I think this could be going after episode one. Yeah. So maybe. But honestly, I'm not even sure it makes sense to have them run away because... Well, in some ways it does, but part of what running away did was it gave us a reason to be introduced to Dimitri when Dimitri is the one who found them.
0: Yes. And
1: we don't need that anymore because we already have Dimitri. But at the same time, I think we do need the time for Rose to prove that even though she's still a novice, she can keep Lissa safe. Do we think Dimitri's going to realize
0: that they have the bond?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's probably going to happen. Because also, let's
0: be real. Dimitri's already in their lives.
1: If they run away, Dimitri's going to find them.
0: That's what I was thinking, too. Like, can they run away now after Liz has been anointed the next queen? And, like, I just feel like they're going to be watched. So, like, it's possible that they're just going to get rid of that whole plot line of them having run away. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, they might. And they'll just have to do something else. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I... I don't really know where this is going to go.
0: Well, we have the first eight episodes. Not the people listening. Sorry, guys. You've only got the first four. Not to brag. Um, (laughs) I'm an asshole. So maybe that's what I'm doing this weekend. I am Mm -hmm. traveling
1: Sunday through Wednesday this week, next week, whatever. So maybe I will get a chance to watch some more.
0: Okay. And I guess we shall see how it all... Plays out.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of dying to know, like, what else we're going to see that's just so different. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I have to say, adaptations that change this much right off the bat Mm -hmm. usually end up being adaptations that I hate. And I don't know why I don't hate this one. Like, I actually like it, and I'm looking forward to watching more, and I don't know why it's different than other ones. Like, Vampire Diaries? Still haven't watched it. I can't. Because completely different like literally the only thing that's the same is the character names and so i was like that's not the vampire diaries i'm not gonna watch that right but this i like
0: i'm on the fence not necessarily because they're taking so many uh liberties Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the right word with the adaptation but just it's not it doesn't have the feel of a show that i would like you know, like if I was just, if I knew nothing about Vampire Academy mm. and I was just flipping around channels, this one, this first episode at least, wouldn't grab me. Mm. See, it would me. Definitely. Yeah. Um,
1: You know, I'm going to compare it to, I don't know if you even had this in Canada. Did you have the show on Netflix called First Kill? Yeah. Did you watch any of it? <laughs> Probably <laughs> not because you don't like Uh, Victoria Schwab. Exactly.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So I didn't, I never finished it. Um, And I think they're very, very similar, but Vampire Academy is doing something. And I don't even, I can't articulate what it is. I just see it between the two shows, right? Like first kill just didn't grab me. It didn't suck me in, even though they tried, like visually it was stunning And like tonally, it was very similar. But there's just something about Vampire Academy that has me wanting more. And I don't know if it's just because I really do have such a deep love for Rose and Dimitri that I just believe this is going to get better. Not that it was bad, but like that it'll be worth the accolades that I give it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know. But this definitely grabs me in a way that other similar shows haven't.
0: I definitely want to see how they how they do Adrian, my mm-hmm. my favorite boy, and maybe I'll withhold my final judgment until we meet Adrian. <laughs> OK, um, o- officially, because I'm I'm holding to my my theory that that was him who bumped into Rose.
1: Mm, I might have to go back and rewatch that and see
0: if we saw his face. We did not. We did not. Okay. I watched it twice.
1: OK. All right. Were there any other notable changes from the book that we didn't talk about? I don't think so. I'm thinking that they've aged them up.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: But I still don't know. Is this supposed to be like
0: high school or like at college? They very, very carefully only ever say their schooling. Right. Yep. They never infer it's a high school or anything like that. And I think this is just what we're, I think, because of Dimitri. Right, right. Okay. All right. So I guess we'll. Oh, we should say for our next episode, we're going to be talking about episodes two and three. Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, we haven't watched them yet. So unless something happens and we feel like that would be too big of an episode. But likely we're going to be talking about episodes two and three uh, since four episodes are dropping at once. Yes. Yay, more Vampire Academy. But until then, you can reach out to us on Twitter at LoyaltyBloodPod. Or you can email us at LoyaltyAndBloodPod at gmail.com. I'm Caitlin, and you can follow me and find my other shows on Twitter at InferiorCaitlin. And you can see what I'm reading on Instagram at InferiorKateReads. And
1: I am Mandy Kay, and you can find this show and all of the other Eloquent Gushing shows at EloquentGushing.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EloquentGushing. Or you can give me a shout-out over on Twitter at Mandy Kay. We'll see you next time. Bye.